0: Welcome to the first episode of Curious Conscious, where we spread knowledge and love one voice at a time. My name is Nakia Banks, and I'm your host. I hope you all are doing well, reaching new heights, and discovering new things about yourself. Let's jump right into the episode. Today's episode will be about the relationship between Black moms and their daughters and how some aspects of these can be toxic. Specifically, related to not listening to their daughters and how these dynamics can present toxic environments overall. So first, I want to give out a few disclaimers just so we're all on the same page and so there's no confusion. So the things I am mentioning in this episode are all based off of personal experiences. These are things that other people have shared with me through conversations. These are things that I have noticed, came across, or observed, or things that I have experienced firsthand. These may not be true for everyone. I'm not at all trying to preach a universal truth or act as if my experiences are representative of everyone's. Some people may not even relate to this at all, and that's okay. I'm just bringing attention to an issue that I think needs particular attention and awareness. I'm only sharing what I know, what I've learned, and what I've heard. I'm trying to start the conversation and bring awareness. I also want to know what you guys think. Can you guys relate to this? Have you heard of this? Is this familiar or is this something completely formed that you've never even heard of remotely? Let me know in the comments. And in this context, when I say black, I mean people who identify as African-American and I'm referring to black Americans specifically. Now that we've cleared those things up, let's get the conversation started. So there are a few things that seem to be consistent across African-American communities. Elders are typically seen as authoritative figures. Um, Growing up, we were always told to respect elders or anyone that was older than us, even when those people were not the most respectful to people younger than them. And questioning this authority was often seen as disrespectful. Um, People who were younger kind of had to always take the back seat and not question things that people who were older told them. It was kind of like they were the guides. They kind of knew what was best, so we just kind of had to listen to them. And this was um, the idea that the youth couldn't engage as the equals to older people. Um, And this evolved into parents not listening to their children and not feeling as though they need to explain anything to their children. I know oftentimes we'll uh, hear the phrase, because I said so, Um, and that's just the idea that parents don't really need to explain to kids when they're talking about something and that kids should do as their parents say just because they said so. And a lot of times kids don't understand why they're saying this, but it really doesn't matter because their parents are telling them they had to do this um, or act in this way. Um, And I know that when you get into it with your mom, um, sometimes you can feel like um, you don't have a voice. This is something I've heard countless times from my peers. This is something I've went through and things that I've seen kind of on like social media. Um, And we feel as though we don't get to respond. Responding can be seen as disrespectful and asking the question why, or even wanting to know more can also be seen as disrespectful. Um, and parents feel as though they do not have to explain anything simply because they are the parents, um, and that the children are the children. So they just have to take direction from the parents without really understanding anything. And again, these are things that I've heard come up time and time again. And so I kind of started to notice a trend. So some things I noticed are that we don't really realize how much of a toll this takes on us. Um, and we don't give it enough attention. Um, I kept seeing so many people say these things and I'm like, why are we all going through these common issues um, and nobody's talking about it? Um, we don't look into why these social patterns exist and where they came from. I personally feel like everything stems from something. It's not like people just woke up and began doing things a certain way. I'm like, okay, a lot of our parents are acting in this way, what's going on? Where did this social norm start? And Why um, is it being continued? And let me make something clear. I'm not at all referring to moms that are punishing or scolding their children. Of course, there are times when that's very necessary and that's fine. That's not the problem. I'm talking about specifically when there are problems that need to be um, resolved with conversation, with effective conversation, and when that fails to happen because of a lack of communication, and honestly, sometimes just because of a lack of respect. Those are the main issues that I'm talking about, that I'm referring to. And so now I'm going to share a little bit about my experience um, firsthand, just so you guys may be able to relate or just so you know exactly where I'm coming from. So my mom is someone I love her dearly, but um, she is somebody that I cannot have a conversation with if we get into an argument. And my sister and I can both attest to this. Um, When I do try to talk about my feelings, I feel as though my feelings are dismissed, like completely dismissed. Um, For example, I'll be like, hey, you know, I feel like you don't listen about this or you're not open to this or, you know. I'll just be trying to tell her something and she'll be like girl you don't know what you're talking about or you know that's bs or whatever have you and it's kind of just like i'm talking to a wall um because she responds but she doesn't respond to what i'm saying so it's almost as if she's just <laughs> responding to herself um and a lot of times she responds with yelling and me i'm a person i don't like all that like i don't want to deal with the yelling and the cursing and so at times i just rather not say anything. And this leads to me feeling as though my feelings are neglected and invalidated, and they are. Um, I've definitely heard a few black men say similar things about their moms, but definitely not in as much detail. I'm not sure if black men go through this to the same extent, or maybe if they go through it with their fathers. Um, I'm not sure do other races go through this as well, and is it to the same extent? you guys definitely let me know down in the comments, um, so we can open up the conversation and talk about it. And next, we're gonna talk about why this is detrimental, why it matters now and why it will always matter. So over time, this weakens our relationships with our moms, or at least this aspect of course we can be very close to our moms and other aspects um, but there might always be a part of us that is hesitant when having these crucial talks with our moms um, and talking and communicating is imperative so this is an aspect of, of our relationship that can't be neglected or ignored um, yes you can be close in every other way but when it comes to really getting down to stuff and having conversations with your mom, if you're not able to do that, you know, that's something that's really important. Um, And this can oftentimes make us feel as though we can't be completely raw, honest, and vulnerable with our moms, who are people that I think we would love to be our most vulnerable with. Um, You know, especially as we're getting older and experiencing life, we're going through a lot of things that are very influential. Um, And we're going through these formative transitions, so it would be great to feel as though we can go through problems and talk to our moms about all of these issues. A lack of this um, communicating and, you know, these poor dynamics with our mom can also cause us to grow closer to other people and look to other people for that comfort, Um, such as romantic partners, friends, and people who actually end up not being our friends. Um, I know growing up in school, I oftentimes saw people that were kind of like thirsty for friends or like eager, like everyone that they came across, they wanted to be friends. They're eager to call people their best friends. Um, And I feel like a lot of that stemmed from them not having that comfort um, in their household and not having those relationships in their household. Um, This can also be extremely hurtful and put permanent damage on the relationship. These are some things people don't forget, Um, you know, when you get into an argument with your mom and she doesn't listen or if you're going through a really um, tough time such as, you know, suicidal thoughts or depression. If your mom doesn't listen, you know, those are things that you will not forget, even if you maybe don't give um, as much attention to it. That's always going to be in the back of your head. And of course, when we argue, sometimes we all say mean things, but sometimes these comments from our mothers can just be malicious and completely inappropriate. And an, an example of this that pops into my mind is a clip that I saw on uh, Facebook of Black China. And Black China is uh, popular for being on reality TV shows, and she's also known for being an entrepreneur. And so, on this one clip that I saw, her and her mom got into an argument. Um, But her mom was verbally aggressive, like extremely aggressive. Um, She was calling her a bitch. She was degrading her. Um, And this is all while people are in their home recording this clip. So I guess this was for a reality show of some sort. I'm not sure. But it was a a crew of cameramen in her house and I'm just like oh my gosh like I was so embarrassed for her and I can only think about how embarrassing and belittling this could have been for Black China. Um, and if you're used to your mom talking to you like that um, you're going to be used to anybody talking to you like that or expect anyone to talk to you like that Um, because that's just kind of what you're used to. You know, if they do talk to you like that, you'll be more willing to forgive them and accept them because you might just feel like, oh, well, you know, that's a part of life. Like, that's just something that happens. Um, And that's why that poor communication and that toxic environment is so dangerous because it can cause us to put ourselves into situations where that behavior and those norms are present Um, because, you know, we've grew up with those. So we might not see it as an issue. Um, And eventually she started cursing her mom out um, also. At first it was just her mom talking to her like that and then she started talking to her mom like that as well. And you know it makes sense. Um, Unfortunately she was trying to defend herself how she sees fit. If that's the only way she knows how to defend herself then that's the way she's going to fight back. Um, which just causes this cycle of mistreatment and verbal abuse. But if you've grown up um, with your mom talking to you like that and seeing her only fight back in that way um, and seeing everyone around you only fight back in that way, then you're going to do the same thing to protect yourself. And this is... um, A great example of poor communication and not listening properly. Um, It can turn into arguing and yelling, and it just creates a really unhealthy environment and relationship overall. So now that we've kind of addressed these issues and detailed some of them, our next big thing is where did this behavior come from? When did this start? What is the root of the problem and how can we solve it? Again, I'm big on believing that everything stems from somewhere. Um, we've been socialized to do things a certain way. And so in thinking about this issue, I'm just like, okay, where did this come from? You know again, I heard so many people talk about these experiences, so I'm like, why why is this a, a reoccurring thing? And so I'm just wondering, is this a learned behavior? Like, do their moms do it to them and then they do it to their daughters? Um, Like, how did this become a thing? Um, I know that unfortunately in black communities, um, there's habits of not listening to each other and not being emotionally available for each other. I'm not sure if this stems from slavery or in the past when times were a lot harder, you know, you had to just kind of work to survive. So I know feelings and emotions were given less attention. You know, um, and I'm wondering, how does this harm black women? How does this harm our sense of self, our identity, our confidence, um, how we care for ourselves and our ability to handle and deal with our emotions um, and our ability to be able to express these emotions? And what precedent examples and norms does this set for black women when we eventually become moms? Do we um, just continue these norms with our children or do we make conscious efforts to deal with these issues and um, ensure that we aren't repeating these with our children Um, and how does this affect our relationships with our romantic partners or friendships you know when we have issues in um, those relationships do we just handle them the same way Um, are we people that don't listen as well or people that just want to argue Um, how exactly does this carry on throughout our lives? And most importantly of all, the question is how can we break this cycle? This is something that is very ugly and, um, can affect so many people and so it's important that we bring attention to how to stop it. Um, and I think it starts with realizing how detrimental of an issue this is. Um, it starts with calling out the issue. We definitely have to be honest with ourselves. It's completely fine to be guilty of having and maintaining these negative social norms. But what's not okay is if we become aware of these things and continue these norms. Um, Now that we have more information and more knowledge about this, we need to work to not allow this behavior to continue. Um, We need to work to fix these issues now that we know more. Um, And we need to be willing and able to um, receive help from each other and help each other regarding these issues. In general, there are some things that are reoccurring in Black families and Black communities. And I definitely want to bring attention to those because, again, we didn't steal this. We didn't wake up acting a certain way. We've been socialized. So... In black communities we have a habit of trying to tell other people how they feel or how they should feel Um, and this doesn't have to be done explicitly we can be socialized into this Um, for example if my friend comes to me and is like girl um i feel so sad over this and i'm like girl mm -mm, uh, we don't feel sad over here or we don't do emotions over here of course i'm not telling her hey girl don't feel sad But, and me responding like that, I'm socializing her to know that those feelings aren't the most acceptable or popular feelings. And so in turn, when she does feel sad, she'll either try to suppress those emotions on her own um, and brush them to the side and not give them their proper attention, or she'll acknowledge that she feels sad, but she won't open up and talk to someone about those. Um, And this, it's a common thing in the black community. You don't want to be seen too vulnerable. You don't want to be seen as having emotions. This is something that um, a lot of us, these are ideas that a lot of us were raised with. Um, and so these can present negative things um, that we end up copying and repeating as we get older and we, when we start to have our own children. Um, and this can be shown through a number of actions, gestures, conversations, or any other expressions, you know, this has, doesn't have to be done explicitly, like, hey, don't be sad, or hey, um, don't give emotions, you know, it's the other things that we do and say that can allow people to know, okay, these are not the most accepted forms of emotion. Um, and be mindful that this can take place in different forms. Um, these issues that I'm discussing here. Um, This can be just someone not connecting to their mom on a deeper level. Um, someone just not being able to tell her things or not really talking to her about deep, private, and uh, personal things, violent verbal arguments, um, like I mentioned with the Black China situation, or um, someone's daughter not wanting to be around their mom. Um, it's important that we're able to identify these different forms and know that they come in many different ways, you know not just only noticing them in the ways that I've expressed here, but noticing what other forms these can take on and being able to identify when this is happening so that we can deal with it. We have to start validating each other's feelings. Um, We cannot invalidate them or dismiss them. Um, I know a lot of times just hearing about different stories and watching TV. um, People just do not do that. Say for instance, someone, um, someone's parent, mom or dad, left them when they were younger um, for like years. I know that the family might be like, oh, well, you know, you got to let that go or you can't hold that against him or you can't let that upset you. And it's like, yeah, but how are you supposed to let something go if you have not adequately dealt with it? Um, and you know, it's okay to be upset and for it to not be okay, it's okay for them to hold their parents accountable and we just we don't do that enough in in the black community we don't hold people accountable some things are not okay some things make up make us upset and we have to be very honest and forthcoming about those things um and when you guys are at a point where you are ready to share and be more vulnerable with people Please make sure it's with someone you can trust, um, and someone who allows you to be vulnerable, someone who creates a safe space for you. Um, and sometimes this is not the people we are most close to. Um, you might be most close to your dad or your best friend, but they may not be able to emotionally support you and to support your needs, and that's okay. Um, you know, we just have to recognize that and vent or be vulnerable with people that can, but I encourage all of you to um, attempt to become people that create a space for people to share their feelings and their emotions. Um, Traditionally, we've always been told by other people how to behave, how to feel, and how to act. And we have to get out of that pattern. We cannot do that to each other because So many other groups and outside forces have always tried to mold us into certain beings, you know, which is completely unacceptable um, because we are who we are. We exist in the way that we exist, but yet people have tried to mold that and shape that. Um, And we need to change this tradition. Um, And in order to do this, it starts within the home, with your connections with your parents, your children, your friends, or whoever you come across. If your friend comes to you and is like, hey, I'm upset about this, or hey, I've been through this, then encourage them and say, um... Okay, why you are upset or have you talked to anybody about this, um, you know, and be able to read the people around you. I know when my friends ever talk to me about an issue, i would be like, okay, and have you fully dealt with that? You know, I mean, not trying to be somebody's therapist, but, you know, just encouraging them to to really experience what they're going through and to not brush it under the rug because that creates so many other problems and issues for too long we've been told to not express our feelings to not our to not express our emotions and just to not be who we are Um, and feelings definitely liberate people um if you are aware of your feelings and emotions nobody can tell you how to feel nobody can say oh that's not right or no you aren't hurt by that you know because only you know if you're hurt by something only you have that knowledge and know that information and when you're grounded in that you feel stronger because no one can tell you any different we need to encourage each other and to speak up we need to speak up for each other for ourselves and encourage the people around us to do the same thing and have a voice we need to let each other know that our voices are are important and they are powerful Um, we need to just be aware of this and be informed and again encourage people to speak up Um, not to the point where we're just saying it but um to where we internalize these beliefs um and to black moms everywhere and really any moms we love you we appreciate you you do an amazing job this is not at all an episode to bash black moms um, or talk negatively about them however um it is an episode that i feel like Needed to be created because of these issues that I kept on hearing. But black moms and any moms, please allow your daughters to have a safe space with you, to be able to confide in you and to talk with you and to you. Um, When they say things, don't just shoot them down. You know, hear them out. Listen to them. Um, And that pretty much wraps up the first episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, I hope you guys learned something from this episode. If you did learn something or if this helps you in any way, please comment, um, share, and pass this knowledge on to someone else. Thank you guys so much for listening. Please leave your comments, your thoughts, your ideas, or even comments on other topics to discuss. Let's add to this discussion. Please follow me on my socials. You can follow me on Twitter at King Kia 11. That's K I N G K I A and the number 11. You can follow me on Instagram at King underscore Kia 11. On Facebook at Nakia Banks and on Snapchat at N B A N K S nine eight nine. Again, this is Nakia with Curious Conscious, where we spread knowledge and love one voice at a time. Thank you guys so much for listening.